Hey everybody, welcome to the Anything Could Be a Podcast podcast. It's your old pal John Hastings before we kick off the show. Just a reminder, go to my website, sign up for the mailing list by emailing John Hastings Podcast at gmail.com uh, or tweet me at the John Hastings. Either way, enjoy this freaking show. You're freaking great. Freaking. We're all freaking out. <laughs> Alright, here we go. This is the John Hastings Anything Can Be a Podcast podcast. Please welcome John Hastings. What's up, everybody? It's the show. It's the show. It's the show. It's the show. All right. Very exciting week. I was in uh, the Baltic region, Latvia, Estonia, Finland. What a time. Did some shows. Shout out to all the people that are now listening to the podcast from there. People were like, you ha- you have us in podcast? And I was like, yes, I do. And they were like, oh, so, okay. Uh, plug it in to cut our computer. And I was like, those aren't even words or even an Estonian, Latvian, or Baltic accent. Um, gigs were great, as they always are in that part of the world, because they've never had comedy before. So you could fart into a bucket, and they would go, this must be art. And you would say, it is. And they would say, why are you talking into that menacing voice? And then I would say, because I'm doing my impression of every bad guy in every action movie between the years 1984 and 1993. The thing with the action movies, it's very much changed from um, the bad guy being a near-invincible sociopathic murderer to now bad guys in action movies are there. They're the ideal of, you know, like, it's one father up against the sex trade, another father up against the notion of disapproval, um, like that sort of stuff, where it's just, it's kind of interesting um, how action movies have changed, because we've lacked the ability um, to, I've lacked the ability to be able to separate the idea of fact from fiction, and what I mean by that, I mean this, um, you can't um, you can't go after a particular nation because people then lodge complaints going, um, excuse me, but you're attacking them. Um, um, you're you're making fun of the Iraqis. It's like no, it's one Iraqi who's playing a man named um, Usma bin Basmismo. Um, and it's like, what is that? And he's like, oh, he's an Iraqi person who was raised in heart. It's not even a real person. It's a fucking made-up thing for a movie. Oh, my God. Josie Long was just announced to be the most top-rated show of the Fringe, uh, the Ember Fringe Festival, which I participated in. Um, do you remember it? It was great. It's where the first 20-some-odd episodes uh, of this um, very podcast were recorded. Uh, and dear friend Nish Kumar... Uh, Friend of the show, in that he's a friend of mine and I am the show, uh, was number eight. God damn it should be. That thing, his posters were eclipsed. Eclipsed. By four and five star reviews. Makes me so goddamn happy. I approve. I approve. I approve. Approve, Nish Kumar. Approve. Yeah, it's a random thing that just popped up on the internet. What's it about action movies and... And so, yeah, so I think that the Baltics will then go back. We will then go and it will be a return to form in terms of we will now then start going after um, the Russians again. Here's why. The whole mu- intro is a little muddled. I, I I don't know how to get to this in any other way that it's going to not sound shocking, but I was in Estonia and a war almost broke out. What's that, John? Yeah, so the Russians, you guys aware of Russia? It's again, action movies are going to start getting really good again because we can use Russians as bad guys and they're very good because they don't, you know, lodge fucking Twitter campaigns. Can I say this about the Islamic terrorists? I was pussyfooting around it saying, let's say this. Oh, you're fucking tweeting this week with ISIS and all this. You fucking pusses. You fucking pieces of shit. Oh, we're decapitating someone on Twitter. Be a fucking man about it. If you're going to be a fucking villain, you don't use what fucking teenagers use to let people know what their lunch looks like. You know what you do? You fucking do your evil things. You take photographs and you mail bitches. Bits of the neck back to the government. You're not putting it on fucking Instagram, you pack of fucking shits. And again, I 
I completely believe and I completely understand that 99.9, I'm going to say that, 99.9 of the um, the people that believe in, uh, in the Islamic faith and the Muslim religion have nothing to do with these people. And I actually don't think the faith has anything to do with these people. These people are fucking shithead, fucking shit-stirring, disturby fucks who would be doing this anyway. They'd be skinning cats. They're looking for an ideal in the same way that Hitler got nationalists in Germany, in the same way that Alex Salmon has cowed the people of Scotland into believing that nationalism and an independent Scotland is the way to go. By the way, I am going to probably talk about Scotland's independence in a second. And um, I know that there's people on who listen to the show, and you are very pro-Scottish independence, and I just... It's not gonna... It's, it's your... You're burning down your house so you're not cold one day during the winter is how it feels. Because there are no assurances that you are dealing with the fucking English. I'm all over them. There's so much to fucking talk to talk about. Um, Scottish independence rant first. You have no insurances from the English that they are not going to fuck you in the ass when it's September the 19th. You don't have a currency. They're not going to let you keep the pound. You don't have a military. Do you really think that that's a good way to approach it as Russia is going around taking countries, not saying they have any stake to you? Well, the European Union is essentially under economic siege. And you want to be creating a new country. I am not saying that you don't deserve independence and your treatment at the hand of the British government was undeserved. What I'm saying is pick your fucking time and now is not the time. The no movement has completely and totally fucked it up. But that being said, the yes movement, all they've done is concentrated on this campaign and not the catastrophic consequences of what follows. And here's the shocking thing. I was the only person who's been saying this in my social group for a year. And everyone said, John, you're crazy. And then what happened on Saturday? The Yes Movement pulled ahead in the polls and everyone came forward and went, here are our concerns. And this is why I think one day I'm going to die of a brain tumor because it's I have one curse in life, which is I see these little, well, what about that? That could be a problem. No, 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 no. And it turns out it fucking is, which is why I like to relax with a nice action movie and I want the villain to be a fucking hardline, nearly invincible person that makes it difficult for that police of an undescript American city to kill. I don't want to see a father revenging his daughter who's been kidnapped. I want to see a man with a name like Brick Tamlin. What's Brick up to? Oh, he just dropped click through a pane glass window because a guy whose name is actually Mr. Blondie was holding up a woman kidnapped. Boom! Finished up the premise. All right, so let's go through the uh, tour in chronological order, shall we? Um, Latvia was up first. Um, Latvia, what can I say about you as opposed to, besides, um, very much, uh, you could see your influence of communist countries. Um, it was in a, uh, a sweet rock venue, name of which I, it was like Klub Nudlalur. Um, every Russian occupied country, by the way, has these weird buses with the, uh, like, it's a tram bus, and I don't know what it is. I think my theory is that they installed them because it was public transit, and they, they could shut the power just to fuck with you on your way to your communist job, which I assume involves peeling onions and singing a song that has the rhythm of, like, um, also, if you have a problem with my views on Scottish independence, please remember that it's my opinion, and my opinion does not affect your opinion, and I'd rather have a discourse. And if you would like to share your opinion, please give me an email at johnhastingspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you will be added to the mailing list. Uh, so, um, yeah, it was very good. show was really fun, doing a bunch of new material. Not from Edinburgh. Fringe. Uh, new stuff, mostly about shitting and farts. I find anytime I start to write new jokes, I immediately go to the kaka poo poo, bam bam boom boom stage, and then move forward from there. Um, up next is, um, oh yeah, we, we opened for a band called uh, Lord Bishop Rocks, big rock band from Germany, evidently. Um, and the audience unfortunately left, so we stuck around, and I drank a bunch of beers for the first time in a long time. And listen to The Rock. It's fucking great. One thing I do have to criticize, I was the only person in the audience, and they were still pausing to do the, this next song is about, about the political leaders who just don't seem to know what they're doing. And it's just kind of like, guys, um, not really time for the, the Bruce Springsteen um, 
like uh, talk up. You know what I mean? Like you can just kind of move forward um, from there. Then it uh, segued seamlessly um, into me drunkenly walking through the streets of Latvia and almost buying a Big Mac, but someone bought one in front of me, and it was it was remarkably smaller. Like it was like a pill. It was like a Jetson-sized um, hamburger, which I really uh, I was just like, no, fuck it. Slept on my hostel bed, headed to Estonia. Estonia was great. Um, Tartu first, beautiful college town. Took a long walk through the square, drank a coffee. Uh, e-cigarette on the e-cigarette now because I want my cancer to be on my third face and I um, yeah it was beautiful college town lovely people got some unfortunate bad news right before the show a friend of mine's mum had passed away so I had to then have the um, the call the person offer condolences see how they're doing conversation which as I get older I realize it's not that those things get easier they in fact get much harder because you now you know how it's going to go and it's just going to be a horrible awkward terrible like you just see your you see someone that you care about at their worst moment just oh it's fucking brutal isn't it because no one is prepared for that and no one knows what to say and everyone is just afraid of saying the wrong thing so people kind of say nothing which is even worse because you're sitting there kind of silently just communing with your friend who's just hard as bro it was brutal um the other thing was the guys on the tour were great but they were sort of unsure because it's like it's a friend's mom who died like how am i gonna handle it so they were kind of like come on let's go for beers and i'm just not in a beer place that at that point um for a variety of reasons, mostly because I was just confronted with mortality in a uh, very real way close to my life, and I'm just not really looking to uh, explore it uh, after a couple of wobbly pops in a town that sounds like a bowel movement. Uh, then we head to Tartu, no, we headed to Tallinn, uh, where a war almost broke out. So, as I said at the top of the show, Russia is uh, doing me a favor and uh, bringing back the ability to have good action, uh, action villains and action movies. Good villains and action movies. Come on, Hastings. And um, so I'm in uh, Tallinn, Estonia, 7 o'clock, talking to Stuart Lewis, who runs the venue. A guy named Tigran, who's a uh, Algerian-Albanian from Oklahoma. And um, they go, oh, did you hear what happened at the border? Now, I don't know geography even a bit. So in my head, I'm like, yeah, the border with Latvia, right? And they were like, oh, yeah, well, there's also the border with Russia. And you're like, what? What? And they're like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's right there. And you're like, oh, fuck me sideways. How close is it? And they're like, yeah, it's right there. I'm like, oh, Jesus. And so basically what happened is the Russians jammed the Estonian police band, walked over the border and grabbed a fucking Kopa or Kappa, which is their Estonian FBI, essentially, grabbed one who was investigating smuggling and fucking took him into Russia for questioning, uh, which is exactly what they were doing with the Ukraine before they jumped into Crimea and went for it, and um, as they were also getting that dictator out and stuff like that. So here's the fucking shits of it. Uh, in that moment, that is a moment where NATO could immediately move to strike. They didn't, and it hasn't even been in the fucking paper since, which again, I fucking hate. Report the fucking evil shit this country's doing. It's fucking awful. Putin with his shirtlessness and his bear riding. Oh, fuck him. Um, that's right, Vlad. I fucking said it. Fuck you. I know you're listening. Just with your non-smiling face and ridiculous hot girlfriend who's obviously a robot. Remember when your dad used to say robots is robots? Just my dad one time and you still enjoy it because you're weird? Well, that's me. Anyway, um... So, uh, yeah, so that happens, which, uh, and the reason they think happened is Barack Obama was visiting Estonia the day before. <laughs> no big. Um, me and Obama, man, um, have literally separate lives, and he had no idea I existed. Um, and he said on the, uh, on the border, gave a speech on the border, if Russia does anything to attack any NATO nation, which Estonia is one, we will answer with force, which uh, Russia then responded the next day by going, check this shit out, and they haven't done anything. So, way to fucking show, not show your hand, fucking America, you, come on, come on, what the, what are you doing, what are you doing, hey, how y'all going, um, I don't know why I did a native voice right there, anyway, 
Um, so that happened. Told all the comedians, do not bring it up during the show because we have to do a show in 25 minutes. And they said, you got it, John. We will not bring it up. Third act, brought it up. Guy yelled some sort of Estonian racial epithet towards the Russian people. Russian guy stood up. Bruhaha almost occurred, luckily. Um, they still had the headliner to go on. Luckily, even more still, it was me, and I didn't bring it up at all. Instead, I engaged with a drunk man talking about a horse, and then drove to Finland the next day. Took the ferry from Estonia to Finland. Uh, they have beds, bedrooms, on the two-hour ferry from Estonia to Finland. I will never understand how creepy the Baltic nations truly can be till I realize that they want to have seafaring naughtiness on uh, inside of their fucking cabana cabins um, while going across the, S the Baltic Sea. Absolutely disgusting. Um, gross, 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 gross. Sorry, in the middle of the... Uh the Estonia story. So it wasn't so much a war, but it was a it was it was a brief moment. It was very strange to be sitting there going, "This country could be invaded in a second. We are an hour from the border. They could be here in moments." And what's your escape plan? Um, my plan was to cry like a girl and hold my Canadian passport up and go, "Canada, Canada, 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 Canada." Canada, Canada, Canada. I don't know why I'd be doing that weird native voice. Anyway, my uh, girlfriend, the reason why I checked it is she'd, um, she's uh, going to the doctor today. Cause of a, I'm not going to get into what, what's going on. This is going to get edited out right here. Hang on, let me make a mark. And so uh, she... Um, uh, I was about to just repeat what I, I just edited out. Anyway, my girlfriend sent me something, and I was just I, I'm I'm monitoring her phone conversations at the second, and I uh, and it's all about how men are doing yoga. Of course, men are doing yoga, like Diamond Dallas Page yoga. Uh, for those of you who don't know, DDP is a professional wrestler who's had so much plastic surgery on his face it looks like a purse with eyes, and he advocates man yoga. And it's really, um, it's sort of good, but also really dumb. It's, it's like, it's a yoga for the Ed Hardy t-shirt set. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, we're stretching, but we're also not a bunch of gays. Um, we really need to start the show. So it has been a, uh, oh, by the way, people of the Baltic nations, can you please stop offering me cocaine? Four different people offered me cocaine. And also, I have a girlfriend who I, I really care about. I, I would say I love her. I love her. And uh, a couple of, uh, a couple of, I make it clear, and in Latvia, a girl, like, grossly hit on, it was, I wasn't even, like, I'm not saying this in a terms of a, um, I'm like, check this out, I'm saying it in, like, lady, you, you need to go, and uh, you, you shouldn't subject yourself in that way, it's just, it's just gross, she just, she walked up and she went, I want to see you in your hotel It'll be good. And I was like, oh, I'm okay. I have a girlfriend. No, thank you. And she was like... And then she got pissed at me. And I was like, I don't like... I don't like when people behave that way. I, So, oh, fuck you being faithful and appreciative of the people in your life. I am a stranger. And I want things done to me. Well, gross. You're gross. As a human, your soul is, is bad. Just play the game a little bit. Either way. May edit that out as well. Girlfriend does listen to it. I'm not going to edit it out. Should I edit this part out, which is me contemplating editing it out? We need to start the show. The show needs to begin. This is ridiculous. We're sitting here prattling on about Estonia when I got I got important things to do. I got I got things to improvise about as opposed to you just you just listen to me go blah, 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 blah. So silly. I'm a silly boy. Silly, 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 silly boy. <laughs> I know we said we'd start the show, um, but just in the midst of me getting my shit together. Yeah, this is being slightly edited, hence the, the music interludes. I'm just trying something new. Anything can be a podcast. Podcast literally means anything can be a podcast, guys. So just be cool. And my girlfriend just sent me this text message. There is some sort of fight happening on the lower deck of my bus. Um, to which I'm going to respond. Fist... Or verbal. 
Um, she lives in a very Hasidic Jew neighborhood, and I'm praying to God it's a Hasidic Jew fight. Ah! Oh! Then removing their hats, removing the payas, turning to their friend in Hebrew saying, hold this for me, for I'm off to defend the glory of God. And, and he would be like, mahalo. He wouldn't say mahalo, wouldn't he say, oh God, what is Jew? It's the same word for hello and goodbye. Shalom! Shalom! Whew. Out of the jaws of defeat, I snatch victory, ladies and gentlemen. All right, let's begin the show. Sex fart remains pretty limp. Six-year-old retelling a smutty joke. Alright, I did that completely wrong, which is why there's playlists so they get isolated. Let's try that again. Hastings, you shithead. It is more an embarrassment to the genre of R-rated comedy. I find comedies, movie comedies, this is the suggestion, all suggestions obviously offered by uh, the comedy mad scientist that is Troy Conrad, creator of Prompter and Setlist. That's at Troy Conrad on Twitter. Um, obviously about R-rated comedy. R-rated comedy, comedy in general, movie-wise, is very interesting because there's a lot of attractive people in it. And I don't think that comedy is for necessarily beautiful people, and I don't think it necessarily works in the same way. I always look at Caddyshack. MacGruber is a good example as well, which is you need to have straight people. And that by that I mean gay people have no place in movie comedy. Um, I mean, I mean, people that are taking this seriously, it needs to be grounded in a reality. And there's a lot of times where I find that a lot of modern comedy, it's not grounded in any reality. They're, oh, we're ridiculous. And they're just being ridiculous. It's just not, it's not necessarily what I'm looking for. And it's not necessarily what it should be because it's just too, I don't know. I can't put my finger on it exactly why I don't, um, I don't like it. I just don't like certain aspects of it. I find, I find a lot of times comedy, modern comedy. I always think of the best of as role models, where those characters shouldn't be too attractive, cool dudes. They should be schlebby, nebbishy, ridiculous guys. And yet, it's it's Sean Patrick Stifler and Paul Rudd, and they're beautiful. And it's just, I think that the comedy could be that much more furthered if they're losers. Comedy is it's the it's the weapon of the nerd. You know what I mean? No jock needs to crack a joke. He just bounces a quarter off his abs and fucks a cheerleader. Fucking comedy comes from a place of fucking boo-hoo-hoo comes the ha-ha-ha. And I find that a lot of times comedy doesn't go for that. And as well, I find a lot of times Judd Apatow is truly to blame. Like so many things in my life, I blame it on Judd Apatow. Um, my lack of beard. The fact that I'm not married to Leslie Mann. But the whole thing of it is this, is that he created this world where these, when they are nebbishy guys, they're also the cool dudes. They're getting fucked and fucking fucking fuck fucks. And they're the stoner. It is, I guess that is. It's very much influenced from the stoner fact. I don't know. I just don't like the movie Knocked Up and it continues to bother me that it, oh, God damn it, John. I, um... You know what I mean? Because 40-Year-Old Virgin was so good. It was such an amazing, interesting take on comedy. But at the same time, look at Steve Carell. He's the ultimate loser getting his revenge. He is portrayed as like, oh, what is this guy? He can't get laid. And, it, and he's the appealing character. The other guys that have all fucked and will fuck again. You don't want to be friends with them. You don't want to be friends with that black guy who fucks with his feet. He's a feet fucker. Do you want to be a feet fucker? Because if you're a feet fucker, you're no friend of mine. This little song I wrote. If you're a feet fucker, you're no friend of mine. If you love toes in your butt, get out of my way, you slut. If you're a feet fucker, you're no friend of mine. Now get me a gun and give me a kiss. Hey, feet fuckers, feet fuckers, fuck my feet, fuck my feet. Everyone want to eat my meat and go and play in the sleet. Um, but yeah. I really wonder what movie that. It's obviously a uh, voice clip taken from a movie. I do like also reviewers. I, I I have a bone to pick with reviewers in general, just because doing the Ember Festival this year, you are exposed to it for the first time. And I think a lot of it is it's a relationship they don't recognize, which is especially for comedy, you have to get to know the style. You know what I mean? If you first hear, you know, I'm not saying that my comedy has anything to do with jazz. My comedy is more like a, you know, three minute punk song. 
and not even one of the good punk bands. Like it's like a social distortion song, which who I love, but aren't really reinventing the wheel. And if they do one more rockabilly album, I'm flying to whatever nondescript Southern California town they live in, and I'm gonna kick some shit. Stop it! Stop being rockabilly. It wasn't good then. It's not good now, Social D. Anyway, um, but if you first listen to jazz, if you're not prepared for it, you don't know what you're going in for, and you just hear the context of it's actually going to mind blow your mind. And I think comedy is very much the same way. Um, I recently opened for Jake and Amir, who are you know internet video sensations and very funny guys, very witty. But their style of comedy, if you're looking at it being from like an objective artistic way, the British kind of view comedy in this sort of fay is the wrong word, but in this very sort of like protected intellectual sort of like and how does this make me feel in the cockles of my soul sort of way, it's not gonna do for you what it's supposed to do, which is supposed to be a light moment of silly entertainment. And I think that um uh, reviewers have a little bit to answer for in terms of that because they've made comedy an intellectual pursuit in this part of the world. And is that actually good for the performer that we have to be thinking about everything being analyzed in the same way that you would analyze, you know, really heady, brilliant acts in the same way you would analyze Adam Sandler. And you know what? Adam Sandler completely has a place in the same way that Rodney Dangerfield completely has a place. It's not something to make you think. It's fast food for your fucking soul, and that is important. People go, uh, if I'm not challenged, I don't want to know about it. Well, sometimes you can't be challenged. Sometimes you just need to fucking relax, sit down, and watch a fucking man go, that being said, that last fucking movie, couple of movies Adam Sandler did, Oh, fuck me. But you know what? I watched Grown Ups, and I didn't hate it. I didn't like it, but I didn't hate it. Because I knew it was going to be. It was going to be a simple, you know, romp down memory lane comedy about four dudes. And Chris Rock's going to say one racy thing about Anna Gastire's vagina, which he did. And that's about it. So just fucking relax. Chill out. Go to it. Now it's time to go do it. Relax. Go to it. When you wanna come. That song's pretty gross, isn't it? When you wanna come. That being said, I don't actually know if those are the lyrics to the song. So I may have a lot of egg on my face. Or come. I might have a lot of cum on my face. I just wanna say, this podcast might be a little full of nervous energy because I uh, gotta go apply for my national insurance number tomorrow. Very nervous about not getting it and then being deported. It's a needless concern, but still a concern. You know what I'm talking about? Um, Once again, I just want to uh, take a moment, pause for the cause, and say thank you very much for joining the mailing list. Um, If you have um, the next dispatch, you're going to get my Edinburgh show recorded for free. You can share the link around, but it will be private, so the views will be lower. I am popular, don't worry. And, um, yeah, and now I have a... uh, um, update from uh, the fight on the bus. Verbal fight. It's okay. And now she sent me an article about Kegel moves. Kegel moves. Pelvic floor exercises are not just for women anymore. All right. Um, a new paper in the Journal of Urology says that the pelvic floor muscles are the backboard of sexual urinary health for men. Dr. Siegel, a urologist who wrote the report, sells a pelvic floor... Of course he does. Of course you do. Dr. Andrew Siegel, you're not going to write this report for no reason. It's telling men to do kegels. I can't... I, how the fuck am I supposed to do kegels? I'm, I'm clenching... I'm trying to clench my cock muscle right now, and it just feels like I'm like... I'm trying to like masturbate without using my hand, just being like, come on, come on, come on, come on. No? Not working? Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Come on. No, nothing. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. No, there's nothing happening. Um, who wrote the uh, report? Sells a pelvic floor program, privategym.com. For men, that includes a workout, DVD, and ultra lightweights that fit around the penis for added resistance. Oh, fuck you. Fuck you, Andrew Siegel. Yes, I'm going to go to your website right now, you creepo. You creepy majeepy. Yeah, which is privategym.com. Oh. It just sounds illicit. Welcome to the pelvic muscle exercise system for men. Oh, the weights are awful. They're little plastic things. And your 
oh, it could hit you. And it's like two flaps. So you either slide it on or maybe you go from the bottom to the top. And oh, it could hurt so bad. It could catch a little bit of skin. And you end up crying, just screaming and retching. Just my, my deck. That's the noise you would say because you're just like, oh, God damn it. God damn it. My fucking dick weight. My fucking dick weight. For men of all ages, work out uh, your most important muscle system for better sexual, urinary, and prostate health. In less than 10 minutes a day, three days a week, the private gym. Yes, but what are you not fucking putting into this? What are you not saying? Um, and that is, of course, that you're going to have to have a weight on your dick, you fucking awful human. You're you're bad. Bad, 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 bad. Ugh. Uh, um, the private gym's revolutionary training program isolates the strength, the muscles that support the penis, bladder, prostate, rectum for optimum performance. Safe, simple, and drug-free. As featured on ABC News, the Daily Mail, San Francisco Chronicle. Of course the San Francisco Chronicle would feature you, because, get it? The Tampa Bay Times? Oh, we are draping the bottom, draping, scraping the bottom of the barrel, aren't we right now? Oh, yeah, and the Tampa Bay Times. Fuck you. Fuck you. The personal gym. Disgusting. You're disgusting. That's what I have to say to you. All right. I don't know how you guys have liked the new format of the show with, like, the little different segments and stuff like that. I've liked it just for, you know, continuity's sake, um, giving me a second to recoup and rest. I don't know if it's helped with the quality of the show, but we'll see. By the end, this broad sex fart remains pretty limp. By the end, this broad sex fart remains pretty limp. By the end, this broad sex farce remains... Oh, fuck you, puns. I hate puns. People, oh, don't you like my pun? We're in the UK, aren't I clever? I, I know how to use a dictionary. Fuck you and your fucking wordplay. It's needless. Tell me about yourself. That being said, uh, Darren Walsh and Leo Curse, who are two good friends of mine, and uh, are both very, 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 very good at puns. And I don't mind when they do it, but only them. Everyone else, stop it. 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 I just don't like puns. They just annoy me. And I just don't. Because it's. It's again. It's going back to what we've already been talking about. Which is it's comedy instead of. For the point of laughing. It's comedy. To. It's just comedy to show off intelligence. And I just. That's not my kind of stand up. And let me be honest. I Maybe it's for me. For me, it's one type of thing, and for you, it's a different type of thing. Let's try that sentence again so it makes more sense. What I like doesn't necessarily need to be what you like, but I feel like I have an opinion, and I'm going to share it. Because you know what? I have an opinion, and I'd like to share it. Kaboom. Ka-fucking-boom, bitches. How you fucking feel about that, you dumb fucks? You fucking assholes. I hope you fucking die. You disagree with me. It's not how I feel. I feel that everyone's entitled to their dumb fucking opinion. Even if you think you know what you're fucking talking about. And I got years of fucking experience in the subject matter that I'm discussing. You dumb shit fucks. I hope you die in a fire. Or do I? I don't. Contradictory to what people usually think. I'm not one of those people that thinks that my opinion is more important than yours. I think that everyone should just live their fucking lives the way I want them to. That's the important thing. Or is it? I don't know. I really don't know what I'm doing right now, but I am fine having fun with this game. Just sort of like, it's it's my new character. It's the, uh, doesn't know how to, um, uh, how the fuck am I trying to phrase this? It's the uh, the doesn't know how to uh, stop talking and therefore ruins his point guy. You know what? I believe that like women are completely and totally entitled to their opinion, even though my wife will not stop talking to me. And all I want to do is start punching her face until I see nothing but daylight. <laughs> oh, wow. That makes me feel bad. I feel like a bad person. Oh, are you a bad person? No. You're great. Not as great as me, though. Because I 
I smell nice and you smell bad. What? Why? Why would I say things like that? I don't know. Cause you, you, you're covered in cum. Oh my god. God damn it. What an awful fucking bunch of phrases I'm just stringing together in this um, little phrase. Let's just end this. Let's just end this right now. Segue into a conversation with old Ryan Cull, shall we? Ladies and gentlemen, uh, that was the podcast this week. It it went dark real quick, didn't it? Um, but I I really enjoy that. That character's coming back, man. It doesn't know how to finish talking. Um, finish talking. I mean, what would you like to eat? You know what? I'm um I'm really hungry because I've been doing nothing but um drinking meth. Most people smoke it, but I've been drinking it. It's very pure. And uh then masturbating. So I am I'm lacking a lot of essential fluids right now. And they're like, Really? Are you? And he, and he's just yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. Actually that's not even that character, because that character could finish talking. Wow. What the fuck, eh? What the fuck? Well, before we um, head on over to our chat with Ryan Call, which I'm, I don't know if I will include. I don't know how much time I've, I've used up on this podcast. Um, I've been recording it in segments, as you can hear. It's sort of cutting together. Um, am I going to bring up the fact that it's segments one more time? Yeah, I think I might. A couple more times, actually. I probably will. Um... And, uh, but more importantly, uh, Joan Rivers died and that, that hit me a lot harder than, um, Robin Williams. It really did because, uh, how do I say this? Joan Rivers is an important touchstone for me for a variety of reasons. One, she is the greatest way to end the argument are women not funny? Oh, how about the woman who's been fucking daring and original since the fucking early 50s, you dumb fuck? Again, if anyone out there is going, I've just never found women funny, guess what I don't find? Your opinion valid and your fucking... Shut up. Shut up. What, how is that even a fucking thing? How is that even a statement we were making in 2014, you shitheads? Um... How about this? How about you're not funny and you don't get to offer opinions on comedy because you don't know what you're fucking talking about? It's my fucking job and I gotta sit around with you. I don't find women enjoyable. Oh, you don't? Well, I don't fucking like you. Oh, don't you? No. No, I don't. Shut up. Okay, I will. Just as long as you know that women aren't funny. Oh, is that true? Uh, alright, so, um, what am I trying to say? I'm trying to say... This! Joan Rivers is important to me because Joan Rivers was the touchstone that allowed my family to understand what a comedy, what a comedy is. Ugh. What being a comedian is. Um, and also allowed them to have a touchstone to understand that there is success, that there is legitimacy to this art form, and also to understand that there's a thousand different ways to do it, and more importantly, can understand the stresses of it, because the one thing with this job is there is no backup plan, there is no uh, insurance, there is no retirement. You literally die with your boots on. She literally died with her fucking boots on the way she wanted to go out, and so few people in life get a chance to walk away from this planet the way they wanted to go. And um, it does make me a little happy that she wanted to go out working. She wanted to leave her family with a lot of money and she wanted to leave them supported. And um, and she has. And that's that's delightful. Again, I wish that she was still around. I wish I could have got to see her. Um, but I didn't. And that's the way of the fucking world, I guess. But it's uh it's an amazing thing and it makes me very very happy to know that she um she went out the way she wanted to and that's i think that that makes me happy because we very rarely get to go out the way we want to you know what i mean um many of us 
we just you go and you go but she fucking she walked away she didn't walk away in, in the end Joan Rivers dying bummed me out and I don't know how to fucking talk about death I've been talking about death all fucking week and it's just brutal and can people stop fucking dying people stop dying let's just live our fucking lives please instead of death death is coming oh is it good death is coming oh it's fucking brutal um, I don't know how to cope with it. I don't know how to deal with it. Here's the chat with Ryan Cole. Ladies and gentlemen, um, I hope I've made you laugh. And if I haven't made you laugh, hopefully I've, I've dulled a couple of hours in uh, in your life. Uh, and you're sitting there going, um, well, uh, that was time I'm never going to get back. Because in the end, it's all I'm looking for. All right. I uh, I love you. Now here's Ryan Call. I'm gonna try and take apart this table today. Why are you There's trying to screws. take apart that table? There's screws underneath. You can take well, why don't you just apart. take it outside? No, because if I take it apart, then I can take it out in shifts out. Because you can't. I don't want to just leave it on the. Like, All right, road. explain this table for the people on the internet. All right, uh, there was a table on the side of the road that I thought might come in handy in the house, uh, but apparently it just holds garbage now, and everyone hates it and hates me for it. So now I'm gonna. Instead of doing what that guy did and hoping someone takes it, which someone probably would, but it's just kind of embarrassing that the guy two doors down might see the table, and I don't want him to see Why? that I took it, and like I took his garbage, <laughs> so he thinks he's better than me. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take it apart, because there's screws, and piece by piece, just take it to the, to the garbage thing. Plus, I have a lot of time in the day to do things, so... You know, this is, gives me a little chore. You literally take, is, I feel like you just don't want to take it outside and you've gotten to the point. It's, it's just embarrassing. I feel like, you know. Why don't well, what about the time when you took out the thing, you threw it in the, in the fucking scared. skip, and then you got scared and you ran back out and brought it back in, and now it's in the fucking backyard. So you know better. No better. I, yeah, I am better because the other one got put in there. Yeah, but you don't know that they were going to report you on it. It's a garbage. I don't see why people are so defensive of their skips. Because it's the UK, man. Like, they're basically fucking, they're saying, that's they, my yes, pile of garbage. They love saying that sort of shit. If you, you've walked, you've been like, have you ever like had your feet up? Like, you have your arms crossed on a train, your legs crossed on a train, and when someone sits like to the side where your foot is, and they'll be like, ah. Uh, because she's like, no. Well, my legs aren't as big as yours, so it probably doesn't affect me that much. I have had People that. love sitting beside oh, me. Oh, fuck them. <laughs> I fucking hate people. I hate people on any mode of transit. If you're not... If you're under six feet, you get no say on seat distribution on the fucking... No, see, this is classic tall people entitlement. Yes, it you is. Know, why, why we are bigger and better than no, you. We are the future. You are the past. No, you're not the future because you die earlier. No, we don't. That's... They do. It's, it's proven the taller you are... The, the, fa- the lesser life expectancy you have. Newsflash, fucko. You know, but more people are being Jack taller. dies in like two years, you're going to be shitting yourself. Uh, yeah, right? but I'm not sick. <laughs> but they also do that statistically. Also, short people, midgets die way sooner than normal Yeah, but people. we're not talking that. We're talking yes, we are. Those are people are in the short no, people but I'm spectrum. Not, no, they're not. I'm not talking about... All right, it's fine. Shaq's a bad example. But even anyone like six foot four, you're not considered giants. But what happened is it's because your body has to work so hard to pump blood up that giant tree body of yours that that eventually it's just going to give up because it's so much work, especially as you get older. While I, who is average height, will start shrinking very soon in the next like 10, 15 years. So my body will just be constantly like it's just, you know, in perfect shape, you know, just blood just flowing like a river. I don't like your confidence. So that's the only thing, but that's the only thing we average height people have, you know, because you guys, you get to see every concert you go to. Every concert. Every concert. I haven't seen, I've seen 5% of concerts. You had a good spot for Iron Maiden. For Iron Maiden, that was fine, but I had to keep moving us to a place where I could see. And that's where I guess if I have that, you have no say in where we watch the concert because you can see it anyway. Yeah, I had no say. I was just enjoying. Yeah, you still abandoned us to go fucking run up to the front. For Metallica. Metallica. So you didn't even, you know, walk a day in my But you didn't even really want to watch Metallica. You know. And the worst part is, is, is the short people who go on other people's shoulders, which is a slap in the face to the rest of your short brother. That's like, it, that's it's like whiting like, cool. up as a black person. 
Yeah, it is not cool. And you should know better as a short person. You get on there you're like, oh, now I can see. And now you're screwing those that are the same height as you and behind you. Suck. you also, you I, suck as a person. I also I don't like seeing like I don't like seeing a man on top of another man's shoulders, and it's nothing yeah. sexual. It just feels uncomfortable. Like it feels like. All right, now you work for that one. Yeah, there should be like on every concert sniper towers where they just shoot bean bags at people oh, on on shoulders. <laughs> You're just sitting there enjoying it. You just take a bean bag right to the tit, send you flying off into the crowd. It'd be amazing. That would make no me one would do that fucking so again. So happy. You. And then everyone—it's just such a dick move to anyone who does it. And it's the guy who does it's just as big a douche. As the girl, because no, how strong the, I am. No, the like, guy, you know, but the guy's trying to get some pussy. Yeah, dude, you know who probably does it all the time is that cunt in the in the fitness first. Oh, let's fucking talk <laughs> about this guy at concerts. Oh, that guy. Okay, so now Ryan and I have a nemesis, who's this wide-thighed personal trainer with a lisp and horrible eyes at our fucking gym. I don't know what his name is. His name's um, his last name's Okoye because <laughs> I know that because there's an NFL player who is Christian Okoye. So I I know I remember his last name. Um, his first name who gives a shit. He's, yeah, he's the worst. He basically goes around and doesn't. He's a personal trainer who has I've never seen actually train anybody. What he does is he just goes and hits on women. And even and though she, I have now seen him with his de- wife yeah, and or girlfriend and child, she goes to that gym. And uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, I seen him walking around the park. And it, all he does, he just literally, he's just hand, he's grabby, he's pervy. Oh, I hate uh, it. I remember once he, he wore this tight ass pink shirt, and then he went up to this girl. He's like, "Hey, we're both, we're both wearing pink. How awesome is that?" And I just wanted to be like, "Boo!" <laughs> <laughs> I want to yeah. boo him, like in the gym, because he's just there's just no need for all the other uh, guys. I wonder if they hate him. The other they have to they have to like no one hires it i kind of wanna i have one free personal training session um when i signed up um i think i do somewhere oh and i really want to find it and get go with him i forgot to tell you i had an incident with the guy who doesn't wear shoes oh yeah that guy who takes off his shoes all the time yeah what a fucker. <laughs> the guy who wears the tank top such a fucking loser anyway he had a roll of the blue paper towel and i had to wipe down a bench yeah and I took some, and he threw a fucking hissy fit. <laughs> he was, hey man, hey man. That's road. That's uh, road rage. I couldn't stop laughing. He went, that's my blue. T- that's my blue towel. That's my blue towel. You took my blue towel. Did he bring it from home? Was it his own? No. And then he started towel? walking around to people, being like, "This guy took my blue towel. This guy took my blue towel." For honest to God, ten minutes. Really. And then he went to the desk and was saying like, he "Told on you." And and then I could see them looking at him, being like. What's not, not your blue towel? Shut the fuck up and put your goddamn shoes on. Yeah, it's you drug dealer, you it's fucking why, drug dealer. Why don't you wear shoes? Attention, like Scotland Yard at the Herringay Wood Greens Fitness he First. Have two phones. He does always have two There's phones. a guy with a goatee of vague Middle Eastern origin who's a cunt <laughs> and is definitely dealing some sort of drugs. Please arrest him. It would make me unhappy. Like, do you know how dangerous it is to drop? something on your feet like what he gets no better traction yeah but ryan you have to do you understand the lack of mental processing it takes to be upset that someone took some blue towel from your roll of blue towel well yeah they don't even really have the blue towel there anymore that's why it was probably because of that it's him I guarantee he's hoarding it in his shitty locker. His fucking loser. Yeah, probably, probably his whole house is just full of it. He wipes his ass with it. He is now it. who I hate more than the really? uh, uh, because I also keep running into him in the locker room, and I keep always hearing him being like, "You're not training hard enough. You got to train." And I just want to be like, "Fuck you." Yeah, there's also the um, I I really like one guy who's the old man who does MMA. <laughs> Have you seen that guy? I know exactly who you're the talking old about. Man who does MMA. I don't really understand what he's going for. Like is he gonna? Is there like seniors MMA tournaments he's gonna enter? Like well, I just don't understand the old man wanting to learn how to fight. He's the guy. Doesn't gu- make sense. To I me. don't think he's learning how to fight. I think he's learning how to fight better. Like I feel like, he- <laughs> which still is just as scary. Yeah. Why old man? I would say scarier. Know, yeah. Do you need to know how to fight? Well, with Denzel Washington uh, restarting the uh, the equalizer. Yeah. We may be ushering into an era of... Or maybe um, as Liam Neeson and oh, Taken. Fuck, this yeah. guy just saw that. He's like, I want to take down a room of people. 
I'm going to say... Maybe he has a specific set of skills that he would like to use. Liam Neeson's wife dying was the best thing that ever happened for his career. Because, man, have his movies gotten superior. Well, he just became all hardcore. It's quite the transition because no one really saw it coming. Even though Taken 2 was a pile of shit. Oh, yeah, Taken but... Taken 1 was incredible. Taken 1 was one of the best action movies ever. Yeah, it's up there. It's up there. It's still a lot of people. It never actually was like critically acclaimed, which is bizarre. It was also made for like 2 million bucks. Like, it made so much fucking money. Oh, yeah. That's why Taken... Yeah, Taken... They think they're doing Taken 3? They probably are. They are. They're already are they really? It. Yeah. Ugh. Well, maybe they'll just redeem it. You know, I, I'll give it a the chance. The problem with Taken Two was that fucking grenade sequence. Yeah, that was such bullshit. Yeah, and it's just like forcing the daughter back into it. It's like it's like when they in Twenty Four, where Jack Bauer's daughter ha- kept having to show up. I didn't understand every... why they just didn't have that. That those guys take the wife and the daughter from America. They show up. They get them. They take them, and he has to go and find them before they get out of America. That would have been so much better. Yeah, a giant chase through Los Angeles just so he can go get the. I understand it's for European rights, so it's like just have them somewhere. They get taken by those guys. Yeah, you should stop going away. Where were they in the second one? Like Turkey? Yeah. Why did he go to Turkey in the first? It's cheap to known. film there. No, but I'm, no, I mean, I mean his character. Like, I know. You should have known better, really. To be honest with you, you shouldn't have been. Fuck, do I love taking? Have not left America basically. I'm just, go to the Grand Canyon, Jesus Christ. Just go to your house. Go to a only gun store. Like if I was his daughter who almost got sold into prostitution, I'm not going to Europe again. That's a great point. <laughs> like his daughter was more than likely raped a few yeah, times. Yeah, and she's just like, yeah, Dad, let's go back. To where I was almost yeah. murdered. Yeah, my best friend was... M- hair, yeah. My best friend was murdered. Through heroin. Through heroin. That's a great point. Her best friend just murdered and it doesn't seem to affect her that much. Yeah, it's like, yeah, I'll go back to you. Dude, Europe, I wouldn't step... I would never leave my neighborhood, you know? You live in Europe. <laughs> yeah. No, but I'm saying if I were her. Oh, right. You know? Like, I wouldn't even fucking come to Europe and be dead to me. Oh, fucking... That's a good way to end it on. <laughs> I think that is a good way to end it yeah. Just in case you were wondering, that uh, table is uh, still in my goddamn living room. He didn't even fucking take it apart a little bit. (sighs) What the fuck? What the fuck, right? What the fuck? This has been the John Hastings Anything Can Be A Podcast podcast. Learn more about John. Go to johnhastingscomedy.com. Goodbye.